Welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. This is the show that's all about taking your health, body, and life to that next level. And today's episode, it's just going to be you and me. We're going to be hanging out today, and I'm going to be talking about a very important topic, at least important for so many people, because it's got to be the number one question that I get, and it is about how to get abs. And I've named this episode, How to Get Abs Over 40 in Three Simple Steps That Anyone Can Do. And I know that sounds like, yeah, all right, Ted, three simple steps anyone can do. But by the end of this episode, I want I've worked hard on this episode to convince you that it really is kind of simple. Now, it may not seem that way to you. And to kind of launch this whole thing, I put together a free video training series that you can find at legendarylifepodcast.com slash free. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash F-R-E-E. You can check it out there and learn more about the group. So let's get to the three simple steps to get some abs. Anyway, let's get to the episode. And like I said, this has got to be one of the most asked questions that I get from people. And there's just something about being lean enough to see a well-developed muscular midsection that seems very seductive. And it's easy to see people who are big, who are strong in the gym, lifting a lot of weight, but it's much more uncommon to see someone who's both very fit and has an awesome set of abs to go along with their physique. Usually it's the really big, but kind of fat guys, or it's the skinny guys who have their abs, but they they don't look very impressive and they're not very strong. And it seems like we've got a special place for people who have abs in our society, at least here in America. And I'll tell you, we have clients in other countries too, and they they want to know, hey, how do we get this? And and I also want to say, yeah, it's kind of some people are like, oh, I don't care about that. You know, what, what do abs have to do with health? You know, I'm in my 40s. And I, what I want to say is that it does have to do with health because the more belly fat you have, the worse off you are. And that that's more accurate for men than it is for women. Men tend to store fat around their midsection. They tend to develop visceral fat. And so if we're kind of saying, hey, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm lifting weights and whatever. You know, I'm strong in shape. I don't need to see my abs. Let me tell you, it may just mean that you're not as healthy as you think if you've got some fat around your midsection, if you've got quite a bit of fat. And that's why I think striving to get abs is kind of a good thing. It's actually a good thing, depending, you know, kind of, meaning as long as you do the right things and you don't do anything stupid, don't use drugs or starvation diets or whatever, I think it's a good goal, all right? And I think it's something that everybody should try to do. And I understand both sides, by the way. I've been skinny with low body fat, if you've seen like early pictures of me, but with very little abdominal development. And I've also been bigger and more muscular where my abs weren't quite visible. And I've also been lean, muscular, and where you could see a nice set of abs. And I I receive way more looks and attention and everybody thinks I'm just, oh man, you must be the best trainer because you get it because uh, you have a nice set of abs. By the way, I'm much better now and I'm not as lean, although I'm on this uh, legendary fat loss diet program that I've been doing. So I will be showing you my before and afters 
and I'm 40 because I want to show you, you can make this happen regardless of your age. But I got to tell you, many people start off with the goal of seeing their abs as a reason why they started working out in the first place. And that's usually when the confusion kicks in because people will start with hard workouts until they realize that exercise has its limits when it comes to getting abs. And you know me, I'm all about the exercise. I think it's so important. It has so many important aspects to it where it can improve the way you feel. It can improve your metabolic health. It can definitely help you from getting fat. And I've shared the research on that. But it's kind of limited unless you're an athlete. And also, people will hear that abs are made in the kitchen. So they'll start trying different diets. And what's hot right now? The ketogenic diet, paleo diet, bulletproof. And they'll be going down that road of hopping around, trying different things, but still no abs. Then there's also those poor souls who try all the fat burner supplements that are on the market, hoping that the secret to a six pack is in a bottle with some cool graphics on it, promising that you're going to get cut. And um, I, I don't think too many people listen to this show, or at least if they used to be like that, they're not anymore, but there is no answer in a bottle. I promise you that. There are some fat burning things that can boost your metabolism, most of which I don't advocate, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to this combination of uh, what, or what I'm going to talk about here. So after months or even years of trying anything and everything, they still have no visible abs, just a smooth covering of belly fat where their abs ought to be. And if any of those sound familiar, and believe me, I've been in both places, right? Skinny fat or not skinny fat. I've been really skinny and then I've been bigger and, and kind of overweight, you know, with like 20% body fat. Well, you've come to the right place. You're going to learn a lot in this episode because the next few minutes you're going to learn exactly what you need to do to finally get that muscular and defined midsection you've been coveting. And it's a lot easier than the 20-year-old Instagram fitness gurus and internet nutrition experts have been telling you. So when it comes to developing a physique with visible abdominals at any age, there are three basic things you need to do. Are you ready? Number one, lose body fat. Number two, Perform the right strength training exercises. Three, perform the right abdominal and core exercises. That's it. Pretty simple, right? No fat burner supplements or weird diets needed. But we are going to dive a little deeper into each of these steps. So lose body fat. This is what keeps most people from seeing their abs. Because, well, one thing you got to keep in mind about getting abs is that you already have them. You have a rectus abdominis, a transverse abdominis, an internal and external oblique muscle, and whatever other muscles you want to throw in there underneath the core muscle umbrella. But those are your trunk muscles. Those are the muscles that flex your spine and side bend and rotate your spine, right? Along with the back muscles, your rectus spinae and transverso spinalis and all the other ones that I can't remember right now that are really deep. But the problem is that the majority of us can't see them because they're hidden underneath our subcutaneous belly fat. And, and I said that for a reason. I didn't want to, not trying to sound smart there. Subcutaneous means beneath the skin, belly fat. So right now, 
I still have a little bit more to, to lose. So I'm pinching my skin and I'm pinching the belly fat right underneath it. And I want you to do that too, because this may be a learning experience for you. So that's your subcutaneous belly fat. Now that's what's covering your abdominal muscles. However, just an FYI, public service announcement, I want you to push underneath and you can feel that hard abdominal wall. If you make your abs hard, you can feel it. Now, some of you will be able to make your abdominals hard, but it will still, it'll still be pooching out. It will still be protruding. You may have what's called visceral fat, which is underneath the muscle and around your organs, which I've covered before and have told you it's metabolically different from your subcutaneous fat. And it's also highly correlated with heart disease and other terrible, nasty situations. So we want to get rid of both visceral fat. The good news is it comes off pretty easily with exercise. The bad news is it takes a little bit longer to get rid of that subcutaneous belly fat. But by burning off the fat on your body with proper exercise and diet, you'll reveal those hidden abdominal muscles. Most of you, especially if you listen to my podcast, already know this. But even if you're not a listener, you probably suspect that you have to reduce the amount of fat on your belly to show those ab muscles. And you're right. But here's where most people go wrong. In fact, these are the two most common mistakes I see people make when they're on the quest for visible abs. Number one, they try to spot reduce their belly fat with abdominal exercises. This drives me batshit crazy. And this is one of the things I've got to tell my CEO clients, like I got to look them straight in the eye and tell them they don't know what they're talking about and they're wrong because it's like, hey, I just want to do more abs. I, I want to, you know, I want to work that area. It's like, listen, I'm going to put those in, but they're really not doing that much for you. The ab exercises really not doing that much for you when it comes to burning off belly fat. No more than doing some arm exercises okay, or doing some chest or back exercises. It's all important, but don't think you can spot reduce. Now, some of you are like, but Ted, I work my abs and I can see more of my abs. Yes, me too. Because even when I was 20% body fat, my abs, my abdominal muscles were so developed that they would stick out. However, if you really want to see them and if you want to see your obliques, you've got to get rid of the fat and you can't spot reduce it. And you may have even tried that yourself, right? Most of you have. I probably have. I've been in this business for 18 years, so it's hard to remember me doing that, but I'm certain I have. And you think, I want to see my abs, so I'll do more abdominal exercises to burn off the fat in that area. Logically, that makes sense. But here's what I tell my clients. Your body doesn't run on rules of logic. It runs on the rules of human physiology. And those are what they are. And unfortunately, I've had to tell client after client this fact in my 18 plus years of working in the health and fitness industry. And I even want to tell you because you may be like, well, I don't know about that. Let me tell you this. Researchers even performed a study where they tested this hypothesis by having a group of people work their abs five days a week, five days a week, five exercises, two sets of 10 reps each, and they did that for six weeks. So five days per week, five exercises per day, two sets of 10 reps each for six weeks. Guess what the results are? 
no change in body fat or belly fat. That's right. So if you're like, hey, I'm working my abs every day, zero change in belly fat after working their abs five days a week for six weeks. Let that sink in for a minute if you've been trying that for the past, I don't know, three months or three years. Now, the second thing they try to do is burn off their belly fat through exercise. And I know this may confuse some of you because many people, myself included, have talked about the importance of exercise to maintain a healthy weight and body fat percentage. And that's 100% true. I wasn't being misleading about that. But we're not talking about man, uh, maintaining a healthy weight and body fat percentage, right? We're talking about getting lean enough to see your abdominal muscle definition. So what are we talking about? We're talking about getting around the 13, 12, 11, 10% or below for men and somewhere around the 15% body fat percentage or below for women. And while there's nothing inherently unhealthy about getting your body fat level that low, it's a bit on the extreme side and that's why you don't see it so much. And I also want to tell you, messing around in the gym and working out hard and just trying to eat clean and just eating protein and vegetables and eating a healthy diet, blah, 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 blah. Awesome. That's going to work for you. But if you really want to get into those low body fat percentages, whether you're a man or a woman, and regardless of whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50 plus, you're going to need a smarter approach. It's probably not going to happen for you just by working hard. You're going to need to work smarter. And I want to address something that people say all the time that getting abs is 80% diet and 20% exercise or 70% diet and 30. The numbers change all the time. And this is a bit misleading in my opinion. The truth is that it's going to take some combination of working out and attention to your nutrition to get you lean enough to see your abs. I'll give you an example. When I was in my late 20s and competing in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I was pretty ripped, but I wasn't on a diet. I mean, I ate good food regularly. I ate organic food and you know did all the things that are popular now with the clean eating and paleo and all that. But I also did go out and drink and I binged on ice cream. But like I said, I was always able to see my abs, always. And that was because of the intense training in jiu-jitsu and, and the frequent strength training that I did. However, as time went on, I started to get injured in jiu-jitsu and I had to end up, you know, I had to stop training so much. And then I, I stopped altogether when I had my car accident, had my three herniated discs in my neck. And while you may or may not have injuries like I do, as we get older, it's not so much that our metabolism slows down, but our responsibilities grow. We have less time to spend in the gym just to, hey, I, I got to keep my abs, so I got to work out for two hours a day, five days a week. So another important factor is that many people, and I'm included in this, uh, like I mentioned earlier, you start to have chronic injuries from all the intense exercise. So you're in there, you're pumping away, and it's kind of easy to maintain your abs when you're like a exercise addict like me and, and you're doing really intense forms of exercise. So it makes sense that you pay more attention to your nutrition so you can accomplish a lot more with proper dieting 
than with trying to exercise it off. Because like I said, you can do it. I mean, you think Olympic athletes are having trouble, Michael Phelps and all the people who do those really intense trainings, the sprinters, the marathon runners, you think they're having a hard time seeing their abs? No, right? Because they exercise so much, their whole lives revolve around it. But that's not you and me, okay? And um, you can get a lot more done with proper dieting. And as a general rule, like I said earlier, you'll start to see your abs if you're a guy around the 12 to 13% body fat level. And women around the 15, somewhere into to 20%. And why the gender difference? Well, I kind of already went around, uh, r- talked about this earlier. Men tend to store fat around their midsection. Women tend to store fat around their hips and thighs. And there's always exceptions to this. For example, women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, PCOS, will have a tendency to store fat around their midsection. And some men store fat in their butt, in their thighs. And it's been said that that's because they have higher estrogen levels. I haven't seen a lot of research on that, but it's an interesting idea that a shift in hormones can cause a difference in where we store body fat. And that's certainly the case for the PCOS women. And and if you have PCOS, you're probably aware of that. At the end of the day, though, it comes down to reducing your body fat enough to see your abdominals that lie underneath. And if you're a 40-plus person and you're too busy to spend hours in the gym, then dining down properly is the best way to lose your body fat. And that's why I put together my coaching course to take you through it the right way, this legendary 90. And by the way, I, I, I should have mentioned this before, but there is no more CEO strength. If you wanted to join that, that's not happening ever again. This is what I'm really passionate about right now. I really want to create some awesome transformations for people. And that's why I've put together this course. So a little bit of a tangent there, but I thought it was important to mention. So that's the first one. You've got to lose body fat. Now let's get to the second one. Perform the right strength training exercises. Too many people, what they do is they focus on cardio exercise, right? Oh, I've got to run. I've got to, you know, got to go running, do some cardio. I've got to maybe do some sprints, whatever it is. Now, losing fat is enough to see your abdominal muscles underneath, but it's not enough to have well-developed abdominal muscles. And that's why very skinny individuals don't have impressive abdominals, even though they have very low body fat levels. And me at, you know, 16, 17, 18, that was pretty much my case. Even probably 2021 wasn't until 2021, 20, 22 that I really started getting serious about lifting. And that's when I transformed my body. So if you're looking for an impressive six pack, whether you're a man or woman, by the way, then you'll have to perform the right strength training exercises. And there's two reasons why. The right strength training exercises will help you build and strengthen your abdominal muscles. And you may be saying, what do squats and deadlifts and pull-ups have to do with abs? Well, actually, many people don't realize that their abdominals work pretty hard to stabilize their body during strength training exercises. And this helps to develop the core muscles. Okay. And core, by the way, is not just another name for abs. It it means the low back and glute muscles, all the trunk muscles, uh, so that they're strong as they look. 
And the second part is the right strength training exercises will help shape the muscles around your abdominals. And this is an important point I want you to pay attention. Many people don't realize that it's not just having low body fat and having the muscle, the rippling muscles. It's the whole picture. It's the V taper of their upper body with the wider shoulders going down to the more narrow waist. And then the hip to waist ratio where your hips are a little bit wider than your waist. And that goes for both men and women, right? You want your waist to be kind of the thinnest uh, or, or not the thinnest part, right? You want your, your calves should be thinner than your waist, but you want that waist to be like more of an hourglass type of thing, even if you're a guy. And the way to do that is not to try to have the skinniest waist, especially if you're a man. It's to build up the muscles that create that look. So what are the best strength training exercises to build core muscles that are strong and aesthetically pleasing? It's pretty simple. Upper body pushing exercises like overhead presses, bench presses, parallel bar dips, ring dips, handstand pushups, etc. Those are some of my favorites. Those are some that I use all the time with my clients and with myself. Also, there's upper body pulling exercises like pull-ups, chin-ups, lat pull-downs, seated rows, ring rows. Those are all great examples. Hip hinge exercises like deadlifts, Romanian deadlifts, single leg deadlifts, hip thrusts, back extensions, and reverse back extensions. Squat variations like barbell back squats, front squats, goblet squats, split squats, single leg squats. Those are all great examples as well. And some things that I like too are ambulatory exercises or gait exercises like walking. By the way, there's a lot of rotation in your core when you walk. It's great. Running is the same, except there's more force going through your core and sprinting is good as well. And add on to that loaded carry variations like farmer's walks are some of my favorites. And everybody who's in the coaching program knows all those exercises very well because they're all working their way to pull-ups. They're all doing Romanian deadlifts, single leg deadlifts, hip thrusts. They're all doing loaded carries. They're all performing these compound exercises. And let's talk about what some of the best exercises to shape the muscles around the abdominals to properly frame your physique. And by the way, most of the ones that I already mentioned, that's what you want to focus on. That's what will do the trick. However, there will be some cases where you want to do some isolation work for, let's say, your medial deltoids, and that's the side of your shoulder. That's the part that's going to give you that wider look when you're looking at a person and their shoulders are bigger than their waist. There's this noticeable like Ving, this, this taper that goes down from their shoulders to their waist. The medial deltoid will help you do that. And that goes for men and women too. Men, I like when their biceps and triceps are a bit more developed. It just makes the waist look smaller. And definitely thighs and calves because the legs as well can create that look. I don't love working on women's quads too much. I like to work on women's, their glutes and their hamstrings. Women in general have a bigger hip to waist ratio. And that's what we love as men, right? That, that look, although not all women have it, but in general, they're always a little more wider at the hips, a little more slimmer at the waist. And that's great. So for women, you want to emphasize your glutes and your hamstrings because you already have that natural 
curve to your body. And for men in particular, having wide shoulders, bigger arms, developed thighs and calves will create that effect of making your waist look smaller. And I really want to emphasize that point because next time you're looking at someone's physique, don't just pay attention to their rippling ab muscles and think that's all you're looking at. You're looking at the whole picture. And if you see that V shape and uh, with some developed arms and some wide shoulders, that's what creates that V shape. Number three. So we've talked about how you need to lose body fat, how you need to do the right strength training exercise. And I haven't talked about ab exercises at all, which might be a little interesting because those two things that I've already mentioned, those are the most important things. Now, number three is perform the right abdominal and core exercises. And I always throw in core because, you know, people get lost. They think it's the same thing, but it's kind of not. We're not going to go into that now. But although too many people seeking an impressive set of abs spend too much time, as I mentioned before, you can't spot reduce your waist. They spend too much time and energy on abdominal exercises. There is a benefit to working your abs directly. And if you follow strength coaches, there's a lot of guys in the strength, strength and conditioning field that just say, all you need is the heavy lifts, just deadlift and squat if you want a nice set of abs. I don't agree with that, especially for general exercisers who aren't playing sports. I did a ton of core work and ab work when I was uh, doing jujitsu, and I never had to work my abs that hard directly. I needed to do like stabilization exercises to make sure my back didn't get injured from all the crazy stuff that you do, the wrestling that you do in jujitsu and the crazy positions that you find yourself in. However, if for your general exerciser, it's important to do some. And the most common mistake I see people make when training their abs is, man, the high reps and low resistance. What is that? And I know what it is, right? People are like, hey, no, I got to do, I do a thousand crunches a day. It's like, okay, if you're on drugs and you're dieting hard or whatever it is that you got great genetics, okay, that'll work for you. But for the rest of us, non-drug using, non-genetically gifted people doing long plank holds and hundreds of crunches won't build a great set of abdominal exercises. And sure, adding in some isometric exercises like front planks and side planks can be a good way of building endurance and coordination. You need to safely do the harder core exercises, but that's where their effectiveness stops. So if you're right now, oh, I do two minutes of planking or a minute, three sets of one minute plank. Great. That's good. Now you're not a beginner anymore. What are you going to do now? And uh, that's where I'm going to help you with right now. So what are some great core exercises? Exercises that you can make harder. Hanging leg raises, one of my favorite. And if you're in the coaching group now, this isn't the new fat loss coaching group because it's it's more about diet and less about exercise, but we've worked people up to doing full hanging leg raises. And that means like, you know, hanging from the bar, bring your legs until like your feet touch the bar type of situation and then coming halfway down. So their hanging leg raises are great because you can increase the range of motion. You can add weight to your ankles and you can work on uh, harder and harder variations Dumbbell side bends are great because you can use heavier dumbbells. Cable wood chops are great because you can add more weight on the cable stack. Ab rollouts are great because this is super difficult exercise. Dragon flags are great as well. If you don't know what that is, 
that is uh, look up Dragon Flag and uh, Bruce Lee popularized it along with uh, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone in the Rocky movie. Front levers. Those are another hardcore abdominal exercise that I think everybody should should work their way up to if if you're so inclined. So those are some example of hardcore abdominal exercises. And the dragon flags and front levers, they're going to be really hard. And the majority of people, you're going to need a special program to get to that point. But everybody can do hanging leg raises, dumbbell side bends, cable wood chops, ab rollouts. You can all work on those. You can all slowly progress on those. So remember though, the key to exercises is to progress on them if you're looking to develop your abdominal muscles. So progression is key. And so many people get that with other areas of their body. Oh, I need to bench press more weight. I need to deadlift more weight. But when it comes to abs, they don't think about it like that. But they're the same. There's nothing that different about your abdominals. Okay. I mean, we could get into arguments about fiber type and do you have mostly slow twitch fiber or fast twitch fiber in your abdominals, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So I still want you to train them with a variety of reps, a variety of sets. And as far as reps are concerned, doing reps in the six to 12 rep range will probably lead to the best muscular development because doing five reps and under will result in more strength gains and doing 15 reps and more will result in more muscular endurance, just as a general rule. Also remember what I talked about before, progressive overload applies to developing core muscles, just like every other uh, group of muscles. So for those of you who don't remember what that is, progressive overload is the exercise physiology concept that says you must continue to challenge the muscles to further develop strength and, and muscle growth. So you have to continue to challenge them, adding more weight, doing more sets, doing more reps, but it really comes down to the weight. Okay. The weight you have to, you want to play with the reps and sets, but at the end of the day, you better get stronger. You better be able to use more weight with the exercises or do harder versions of an exercise. If you want to develop abdominals that really pop and show. So you can and should periodize your workouts as well. And that means in case you don't remember that idea, that has to do with changing the rep ranges, number of sets, methods you use. You've got to change your workout, right? And you got to do it in a way that makes sense. So if you're dramatically changing the look and function of your abdominal and core muscles, that's something you're probably going to need to do if, if that's your goal, to dramatically change the look and function of your abdominal muscles, okay? So there you have it. Now you know how to get abs in three simple steps. You got to lose the body fat. You've got to perform the right strength training exercises and three, perform the right abdominal and core exercises. And you may be asking, Ted, you didn't say anything about cardio. You didn't say anything about aerobic exercise. And that's because that it isn't that important. Now you got to keep moving. Okay. And if you want to get your steps in or do a little aerobic exercise, but I'll tell you, I'm at the point right now where with my clients, I either get them to walk for longer periods of time, or I get them to do like what we call aerobic exercise, right? 30 to 45 minutes on a treadmill or running outside or whatever it is in the 120 to 140 heart rate range. 
and I use a little bit of high intensity interval training, but I've never been as unimpressed with high intensity interval training as I am right now. I think really what it's about is those three things I mentioned, adding in a little bit of aerobic exercise or just simply walking here and there. And that is going to get you a lot further than any type of uh, you know running program or anything like that. So keep that in mind. Last thing I'll say about that, there will be some situations where smaller individuals, you know, smaller women, smaller guys may have to do quite a bit more exercise, uh, a bit more cardio to get down to lower body fat levels potentially, but really it comes down to the big three that I mentioned and staying active, doing a little bit of cardio or even walking on the off days. Now is the time to do a little self-assessment and ask yourself, which one of these do you need to work the most on? Do you need to lose body fat? Many of us do, including myself. That's why I'm on this program. And I'm using mostly diet to get my results. And I'm only working out probably two to three times a week with strength training. And it's a very low volume program because you don't have to work out that hard when you're on a a stricter diet. So perform the right strength training exercises and perform the right abdominal and core exercises. And it may be kind of funny to some of you, I'm not even doing any abdominal or core exercises right now. Not, I mean, to do them to warm up a little bit, but I'm not doing any ab exercises because I have, my abs have been there for years and they've just been more covered up with fat and less covered up with fat. So ask yourself, because what I needed to do the most was to lose body fat. And so that's what I'm focusing on. But what about you? Because if you're on the skinny side, then you need to perform the right strength. You need to focus on the strength training exercises. You need to focus on the abdominal and core exercises too. But if you're like in the situation I was a few months ago, and you have higher levels of body fat, like most people over 40, right? Then losing fat is where you should start first. And that's the reason that I'm really excited to bring you my legendary 90-day fat loss blueprint. It's going to be a 90-day journey where you are going to burn fat at the fastest possible rate while your body maintains every ounce of muscle that you have. And I've tested it already on myself, on my one-on-one coaching clients. And everybody who's following it is getting results. And there's coaching clients who are listening right now who are nodding their head up and down like, I am losing fat like crazy on this. And I, and so what is it? Why you should buy into it? Well, you've heard of low-carb diets. You know about high-protein diets, although people are mostly focused on paleo and ketogenic. Well, guess what? Those all work, but none of them is really ideal. And that's why we took the best parts of each diet and fused them into, you know, the ultimate rapid fat loss diet plan. I'd like to say that. I'm I'm sure there's some other good programs out there as well, but I got to tell you, people are losing fat like crazy on this. It's not unusual for people to lose four to six pounds of uh, fat and water. There's always going to be a little bit of water loss in there, but that's in the first week. Okay. And I do that on purpose. And now it it isn't like, Oh, I can, 
I can go out and drink and I can not do any exercise and I can just eat whatever I want and I'm losing fat like crazy. That's not how it works, unfortunately. And don't get me wrong, I wish it did because all I want to do is eat pizza and Krispy Kreme donuts, right? And ice cream. Can't forget ice cream. But that's not how it works, unfortunately. It's like, I want to be rich, but I want to work one four hours a week, like Tim Ferriss's book. You're going to have to work like 100 hours a week before you get to the point where you work four hours a week, all right? And the same is true here. You're, now, it's not as crazy. You're not going to have to spend 100 hours of time on, on your diet or whatever, but it's work. I want to put that in your mind because I want dedicated people. I want people who are already working hard, trying to get results, and probably not getting the results that they really want. And this legendary fat loss, 90-day fat loss blueprint helps you easily control your calories. So you don't need to count them. So there's no calories. It also creates an optimal hormonal environment to burn fat. And this strategic combination takes the brakes off your fat loss and delivers you the fast results you want. You know, that's my salesy voice. But don't confuse rapid weight loss with a starvation diet because I'll give you an example. The biggest loser, those people lose weight like crazy. But unfortunately, a lot of those people, they're losing muscle to go along with the fat. And you know what that looks like? That looks like a sloppier, uh, you're a smaller but unattractive version of yourself right? Because you've lost muscle. That's not what we want to do. We want to maintain the muscle. We want to burn the fat. And then you're going to be happy with the way you look. And not only that, you're going to be healthier. So if you've got blood sugar on the the high side, or you got an elevated hemoglobin A1C or anything like that, this is going to help you. Okay. If you've got some issues with cholesterol levels or triglyceride levels and you know, you've got some insulin resistance and I'm not a doctor and I'm not offering medical treatment or anything like that, but the chances are this is going to help you and it will definitely help you to get the fat off and to reveal all those muscles that you have underneath that you've work, been working so hard for in the gym. So that's all I've got to say about that. I hope you learn a lot and I hope if you're motivated and you've been listening to the show for a while, I really want you, if this isn't for you, it's totally cool. But if you're a person who's like, if he's telling the truth, I want in, well, I want you to sign up because we are guaranteeing results a hundred percent, or we'll give you your money back. Okay. We'll give you your money back. If this doesn't work for you, that's how confident I am because we've just come up with not only the right things to do, but just in the way we deliver it to you. It's just, uh, I'm so excited about it. I'm just super pumped. And uh, for the first time, I want to see some impressive body transformations. And we have a few great success stories right now, but we want overwhelming proof that this works and it's going to take a little while. And so you can benefit from that by signing up early to this group, signing up for the first group. And like I said, no more CO strength, but this is going to be amazing. It's way better than CO strength in terms of helping you lose body fat. Of course, the focus isn't going to be on performance in the gym. It's really going to be about transforming your body and making you a healthy person in general and helping you maintain that new body because you will look different in three months. You will look dramatically different in three months. So if that sounds right for you, I want you to join us in this legendary 90 body transformation group. 
So like always, I put together a video training series, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. It's called How to Lose 7 Pounds in Two Weeks Without Starvation or Killing Yourself at the Gym. And it's going to set the stage for what we're going to be doing in the Legendary 90. So even if you're not interested in joining the group, which I hope you are interested, I hope that's something if you are working towards transforming your body and losing fat and it's not really working out for you or not going as fast as you like, I really want you to join us because this will work for you 100%. In fact, there's a 100% money back guarantee. Of course, you have to do the work, but if you do the work and it doesn't work for you, I'll give you your money back. No problem. But like I said, we always like to do a free video training series. We love to help people. So get that at legendarylightpodcast.com slash free. Again, it's called How to Lose 7 Pounds in Two Weeks Without Starvation or Killing Yourself at the Gym. And you can finally start to get that lean body that you're working so hard for. And if that sounds right for you, this is going to be awesome. And I hope you'll join us. But if not, I hope you learn a lot from the video series. And I hope you're able to use that information to transform your health, your body, and your life. That's all I've got. Have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll speak to you soon. 